visuals are, are cross-cultural. You don't need to understand a language in order to understand a visual, but you need to understand words. If it's in Japanese, I won't understand it, but I can understand non-Fuji. I mean, we, we stop at a red light. Yeah. Immediately it tells us red says stop, green says go. And so we, are, I think culturally we are programmed in, in a certain way to accept and receive color in a certain way. And reinforcing that in our brands is just common sense, really. Because uh, uh, we're playing off of what is already familiar in people's minds, so we don't have to educate them about it. Uh, we just have to use them strategically to drive our own point across. Hi, and welcome to episode 46 of Be The Drop a weekly podcast that investigates how to unlock your brand story to supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Today, I'm going to explain a little bit more about that. But first, you've probably heard the saying, a picture tells a thousand words. Well, this week we dive into the world of visual storytelling. This is a very special episode of Be The Drop podcast because it marks the rollout of our new visual branding for both Be The Drop and narrative marketing. As you know, we are incredibly passionate about brand storytelling through both our client work and the podcast. We continually investigate the most effective ways to tell your brand story. To find out more about how important it is for brands to use visual cues to connect with their audience, I caught up with Peter Rufus, brand strategist at Knickknack, who are the creative geniuses behind our new branding, which we will be rolling out over the next few weeks. For us, there's a clear link between superheroes and business. Superheroes get results. They work hard against the odds. They're role models and leaders. They stand out from the crowd. These are also the things we aspire to in business. And I truly believe that well-articulated brand stories are what will differentiate your brand from the next. Therefore, brand storytelling is the ultimate superpower for businesses that want to supercharge their marketing strategy. In today's episode of Be The Drop, Peter discusses brand storytelling, visual storytelling, and reveals the secret to his creative process. This is Peter's version of Be The Drop. Thank you so much for joining me, Pete, no on our Pleasure. next episode of Be The Drop. And this is a very exciting episode. It is, yes. We get yes. to dive into visuals and brand strategy. Mm -hmm and release and launch the new narrative marketing be yeah. the drop brand look and assets yes yes it's really exciting oh, for you guys it's and exciting for us to work on it's super exciting yeah. even <laughs> it is yes and we'll explain no pun why. Intended. yeah oh absolutely pun intended yeah. all right but to get the episode started i know you've brought along your item of significance mm -hmm. and that's something that connects you with your community and, and the work that you do yeah. Yeah. so perhaps you could explain what you've brought along well it's uh, something really simple um, a, a pad and a pen and um, it's something rudimentary, perhaps I'm old school, but uh, it just helps me to connect more with what I'm writing. And so whether it's I'm taking notes or whether I'm thinking about an idea or whether I'm just jotting down a headline or doodling, it just sort of frees me from the here and now. So it's sort of I, I'm able to immerse myself more in my work. And it's real, it's not digital, so it's something I can touch and feel. Mm. And um, I suppose that really makes it real um, yeah, and um, I, I couldn't work without it. 
No, it's interesting because you're a man after my own heart. I have books and books yep, yep. of notes. And for me, it's it's a way of that creative process. Mm-hmm. And it's something that doesn't quite flow as much with a computer. Yeah, I mean, um, I could sit in front of a, a, a computer and with a blank screen and just wait for inspiration. But this somehow sort of forces it out. Mm. And it's more physical and tangible and real. And I think that's really important in, the, in, in, a, in a creative process because until we can really get our fingers messy, mm. um, I don't think it, we, we really experience it and, and understand it and appreciate it. So we, we're talking about a creative process and for you that's a lot of a brand strategy. Mm-hmm. Can you perhaps paint a little picture about what that involves in a short sort of summary? Uh, so we'd start off with, you know, what, what does the client need? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the client, you know, commissioning us to do? And um, just understanding their their requirements, understanding their vision, where they want to take this, where they're coming from, what they don't want to do, and um, just understanding you know the client in the context of their own journey as an organization, as well as the client in the context of their co- competition. Everything else flows from there. So, for example, if it's a logo, then how does that tie into the client's vision of where they want to be? How does that represent them? How is that logo you know an encapsulation? of who they are mm. and um, yeah so that's just at the very beginning and then obviously we need to have the client on board with us throughout so we can refine and evolve as mm. required. So you know and we're talking very much about a, a visual creative process as well and particularly we're focusing on that today because of the exciting announcements mm-hmm. that we're making um, around the visuals that we're doing with narrative marketing and be the drop. But you know, you talked about how that represents, you know, the creative process and Mm -hmm. and what you're going through and how that represents the client. Can you sort of explain the importance of the visual aspect of telling a brand story? Picture says a thousand words. I mean, that's the old cliche, Mm. Uh, but someone will say you need words to say that. But at the end of the day, um, we, we, I think as as people, um, respond really well to imagery. Now, whether that's um, you know black and white, whether that's pop art, whether that's color, um, there, there's something that that grabs hold of us because it's a, it's a snapshot in time, and the more interesting it is, the more it draws us in, mm. and the more uh, we sort of feel emotionally about it. We can hate it, we can love it, we can sort of uh, you know be depressed by it. We can, it can pictures can move us. Visuals are are cross cultural. You don't need to understand a language in order to understand a visual, but you need to understand words. If it's in Japanese, I won't understand it, but I can understand Mount Fuji. Mm. So yeah, it's, 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 it's cross-cultural, it's international, and it's human. Mm. And you know, you mentioned there you know, earlier talking about the development of a logo as, as part of those company visuals. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, there's quite extensive layers yeah, yeah. Of, you know, of, of graphic That's and right. visual language. Yeah. You know, how does that all interplay and, and what considerations do you need to give when developing that? Uh, the logo is perhaps you know, the tip of the iceberg of the brand and that's what everyone sees and realizes and, and recognizes about a brand. Uh, for Nike, it's the swoosh. For Apple, it's the Apple. Um, you know, but there, there's so much more than just a tick mark or, or, a, or a bite of, of an Apple. It's, it's an attitude and it's an experience. And so what we call visual language, whether it's color, whether it's photography, whether it's graphic elements, all sort of help to create a picture of the brand and they're little pieces of the puzzle that we can release strategically uh, so that every time the, the, the audience sees it, they realize, oh, that's X brand. 
And so we're sort of conditioning them to recognize us in different ways across different media. Mm. And so that gives us flexibility to communicate in a whole variety of different ways. Um, and um, also it's a bit of a little fun with, with uh, the consumer because each time they see us, it's in a fresh way. Mm. And so that, you know, you're talking about these different graphic elements and colors, topography, yeah. etc. You know, how important is it to have a strategy around those yeah. to make sure that they all interplay and, and give the message, tell the story yeah. that that brand wants to represent? Yeah. So again, um, let's take color, for example. Uh, Coke is red, Pepsi is blue. Um, so you'd never find them using each other's colors because why would I spend millions of dollars trying to reinforce my competitor's recall? Mm. And so you, color is, is massively important from a brand perspective because we, we, we respond to color and colors mean a lot of things to us. IKEA is blue and yellow. And so whenever we see those colors, it sort of reinforces what the brand is and it's a shortcut for us to understand, oh, okay, this is such and such brand talking to mm. me. Uh, so that's color, uh, typography, massive. Each, every type has a voice. I mean, Comic Sans is perhaps the most vilified uh, typeface. Everyone hates it and there's a reason for it. Um, <laughs> you know, Helvetica is so used in signage because it actually does not have a personality. And so it allows the, the message and the content to come through. Uh, similarly, if you wanted f uh, a wedding, you usually have scripty sort of fonts because they're a little more lavish, a little more fancy. There's other things you could just use like little uh, circles, for example, or um, squares or just uh, in different ways uh, mm. that are unique to you um, to, to make your point and to drive home the uniqueness mm. of who you are. Mm. And I really liked that, that colour is a shortcut. It is. Yeah. yeah. So you, I mean, you we, know, we stop at a red light. Yeah. That immediately it says us red says stop, green says go. And so we, are, I think culturally we are programmed in, in a certain way to accept and receive colour in a certain way. Mm. And certainly when and you think about those foundational building blocks mm -hmm. of learning and education and, you know, colour is yes. one of those yes. really early learning. Absolutely. And like, yeah, so, uh, and so picking up on that and reinforcing that in our brands is just common sense, mm. really, because uh, uh, we're, we're playing off of what is already familiar in people's minds, so we don't have to educate them about it. Uh, we just have to use them strategically to drive our own point across. So it's, it's not really being about, uh, uh, you know, what, what do I think, but it's what's right for the brand. And then the way to answer that is where does the brand going? Mm. Who is the brand talking to? What does the brand want to achieve? Mm. So those are, and that's the sort of homework that we do right up front, so that when we come down to making these choices, hopefully the answers that we get to those fundamental questions sort of inform mm. these decisions. Yeah, so it's not just like, oh, I like blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's got to be much more strategic Correct. about how that yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. There's now a lot, you know, in today's communication, a lot of that is happening in a digital, online, social mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. What is there any sort of different approach to visuals on these platforms and how you approach that? The digital in format has, has caused us to rethink how we use uh, imagery. Um, at, at the moment, um, image really is everything because it's a click now or lose me forever sort of environment. Mm. And so all the more reason for me to have a really strong image. But at, at the same time, it's not just an image but a message as well. So it's, no, it's not enough to see someone just standing with their arms thrown open wide in a beach. I also need to see, oh, this is a telling me that I can go to Bali for a hundred bucks. Mm. So it, it's great to have an image as a hook, 
but you need to have a message as a secondary layer to ensure that I'm engaged. Mm. So it's not only about images, but it's about how images work with text and messages mm. to drive home the point. So yeah, the visual is grabbing that attention and the words... Keep me there yeah. or move me on. Mm. As, so it, it's, it's a sort of um, way to, to manage me in a sense. So you know, words tell me, okay, click here, okay, I click here. Mm. Or you know, think about this or make a decision in my head. Because just having an image would not help me do that, would not be useful. Mm, no, so it's got to be a layered, layered with the That's right, they the play message. off of each other. Yeah. That's right. To really get that action and yeah, motivate. Absolutely. So, so visual storytelling in that sense is a combination of both powerful imagery and very relevant and powerful messaging. Mm. Uh, because, you know, uh, uh, if you, I don't know if you remember an old Apple campaign, we just had a picture of Picasso and it just said, think different. Mm. And or and that's it. Just that's all. But it's so powerful because it was a powerful image. The image talked about a very powerful painter. He had his own set of values that mm. he stood for: rebel, bold, courageous, all that. But mm. just a thing different, and that that is inspiring and tells you, hey, you could be like this mm. with Apple. Yeah, you could be the next Picasso. Might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, not me either. Okay, so now let's talk about... The big one. Wow. <laughs> so narrative marketing and Be The Drop has gone yes. on a little journey too. They have, yes. Yeah, so and they obviously started at different times and they each sort of had their own visual identity going mm -hmm. along. Mm -hmm. But the problem was that they weren't talking together. Mm -hmm. So that's when I came to Knickknack yeah. and said, okay, I'm... <laughs> I need these to talk. Yeah, yeah. And perhaps you can explain a little bit about that process and, and how that visual um, storytelling has come about. Um, so yeah, so I think um, understanding from you from yourself as to what, what the journey has been thus far, because that's something that we haven't been a part of. Mm. And, and so it was key for us to understand from you, uh, not just where the brand has been or the brands have been, but where you want to take them. And your reasons for you know wanting to find a synergy now, whereas they may have been fine to work in isolation of each other in the past, you're wanting to bring them together uh, to achieve those commercial synergies, uh, you know, social media synergies, so that uh, they're not looking like they're separate children but belonging to the same family, have their own voices, have their own purpose and objectives business-wise. Uh, and have their own solutions that they deliver to customers. But again, make them look like they're from the same family. So that leverages you as being uh, you know, a, a solutions provider that uh, is not just into a branding or visual storytelling, but it's also about either podcasts and, and making things work. So it just um, helps you spread your arms wider, I suppose, mm. and, and um, shows you to be across more things. Um, uh, as, as, as a business person. And then we, we threw a bit of a curly one in there for you as well because we, at Narrative Marketing and, and through Be The Drop, we believe that storytelling is a superpower. Yes. So we said, well, we need to supercharge these brands a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was, see, uh, conversations <laughs> like that really inspire us because you may think of it and you may use the word superpower loosely and I don't know how, you know, um, uh, where did you were to that? But we picked up on that as being a sort of differentiator mm. where when you use something as super, uh, yes, you may be exaggerating, yes, you may be, you know, uh, you know adding to the truth, so to speak, but visually, it's, it's very, again, it's shortcut. 
So when I see um, something that is uh, has that superpower cartoon kind of effect, immediately in my mind, I think of fun, I think of storytelling, I think of um, you know just uh, something that is going to speak to me. Mm. And so from the word narrative and storytelling and super and comics, it sort of came together mm. uh, as 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 hey, let's let's can this work? Yeah, and and certainly we we try to have fun. I mean, yeah, we're yeah. very serious about delivering results and yes, what we do. Yes. But we we have fun and we enjoy. We love what we yeah. do. and that so. comes through uh, with with the work in that it's it's fun. It's it doesn't take itself too seriously. But at the end of the day, uh, the the content is is real. It's it's it provides value. It's um, it makes sense mm. uh, and it's compelling. Well, we're very excited to let it loose on the oh, public. We're excited to see how it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Pete, for joining oh, me no this worries. week Pleasure. on Be The Drop, but not quite off the hook yet. Oh, yes. To finish, in conclusion, I'd like to know Pete's Be The Drop tip. So that's your top communication tip. Um, don't try to be something you're not. Uh, because people can pick up on that. I mean, body language, people can pick up on that in body language and you can you know, instantly tell or get a feeling if I'm going to fake it. And um, brands are like that. If, if you um, try to um, you know, make the brand something it's not, or you know, people will sooner or later find out. Mm. And so in terms of you know, positioning yourself as a person or a company or service or product, whatever, is be honest. Um, uh, try to find that one thing that makes you special. It may not be massive, it may not be you know, incredible or profound, but it's you. It's mm. unique. It's who you are. And you know, that, that says volumes and people are quite happy to, to interact with honesty and transparency and that makes you real. Oh, I love that. Thank you very Great. much. No worries. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.